Are we living the most real life possible? I ask myself this question all the time. Most of the time, the answer is, I just don't know. Sometimes the answer is, definitely not. This is why I have this podcast. I'm Matt Botker, and welcome to the show. Before we get started, just three small things. First, please, please leave a review where all reviews are accepted, like Apple Podcasts. It's the main way by which this podcast gets into the hands of other people. Second, please consider supporting Living the Real through a small recurring donation at patreon.com slash LTR or a one-time donation through Venmo or PayPal, all in the show notes. Third and last, please visit livingthereal.com and sign up for my newsletter where you'll get updates on future resources like upcoming blogs, YouTube channels, guest appearances, and exclusive content on my Living the Real method. Okay, on with the show. Well, I am very excited to launch this new podcast, Living the Real, and this is episode number zero, all about the podcast. So why? Why the name Living the Real? Well, it came from a book that I read that just resonated deeply with me. I think the author just meant to use it in a cursory manner, but it struck a chord with me, and this was years back. And I know ever since then, this kind of phrase, living the real, has kind of haunted me in a real way, which I guess there is some irony right there. I just noticed that once I had this phrase in my my mind, it's kind of like when you are going car shopping and you are looking for, I remember back in like 2008 when I bought my first new car and I wanted a Nissan Altima and they were so cool back then. They were black and it was so awesome. It was a new, it was a new model. And so of course, when I was driving to work in my old Buick, that I would see Nissans everywhere. They were just dominating the road. And previously, they were a dime a dozen. My eyes gravitated towards that. In the same way, when I read this line, Living the Real, all of a sudden I was driving, walking, just living life and seeing everything through this phrase, Living the Real, asking, what does that name mean? Even though there wasn't a really strong definition, but it evoked so much in me so much in me. And I started encountering more and more moments that I felt like were disproportionate to reality. And this became like an aha thing for me all over. I kind of deemed these the four L's of human existence, uh, life, labor, leisure, and love. And these four areas I started seeing. So in the context of life, I noticed my reactions would be disproportionate to the actual reality of the thing in front of me, overreacting, right? I also saw that, man, life often felt filled, but yet felt unfulfilled, which was like, this is crazy. What's going on? That was life. That's just a snapshot. And then work or labor, that's kind of related to this idea of life being filled. Looking back, I'm like, man, I am always busy. You ask everyone, you go to a coffee shop, you go anywhere, you're, how are you doing? Uh, busy, right? So I constantly felt felt busy, but yet I feel like I never got anything done. Like this, this is this is this discord is not real. And I felt like I was never doing the things that I wanted to do. I was always dominated by the urgent, the things that were needed in my right away. So I always felt like I had I had too much to do to actually pursue that which was important, which was like, this is not right. This isn't quote real. And then I get into leisure. I mean, yeah, I was busy and I still am, quote, busy, but there's times where you put out your feet, relax, just watch a movie. And so I would leisure 
But yet I would still like I'd chill for a while, watch a movie with my wife or do or binge watch or whatever it may be. And I realized that in my quote leisure, it wasn't really restful that and sometimes I felt more stressed after the leisure time, whatever it was. That something that what I was doing was just wrong. I was trying to escape, to relax, to get some rejuvenation, but I felt in some sense an elevation of stress. And I'm like, this this is wrong too. I'm not feeling like I'm doing the right things or I'm not really living fulfilled. And finally, love, definitely far from it. Oftentimes my perceptions of myself were like disproportionate to reality, self-critical, like where is this coming from? I couldn't see myself through an honest, real lens, or maybe I was making myself too good, when really I could be a little more critical to myself. Uh, and then when it comes to others, worst, overreacting to others, suspicion, self-pity, oftentimes like masking, right? I, oftentimes also as a single person, when I was on the dating field, so to speak, now being married, have a family, it's different, but it's the same concept. I would prevent myself from truly being seen. I would mask myself present myself in a different way, which is his normal part of dating. But I kept questioning, is this the real way to approach life? And masking, hiding yourself, hiding myself through, through intellectual positions rather than entering into vulnerability. And so all of this, life, labor, leisure, and love, through this umbrella of, quote, living the real, really was like a shifting moment for me. And so I kept thinking, I kept thinking, like, what is going on? And when I would ask people the question, what does it mean to live in the real? I didn't even have to define it because it evokes so much in everyone that I asked the question to. Whenever I said that, everyone would unanimously say something about how they're not living a life that's fulfilling and that the life they're living now is really not the real one. It's, it's imposed upon them, but it's not the one they want. And so this, this really motivated me to look at this seriously so then I started to reconsider how my life was versus how my life could be. And, I, and through this, I worked out a new way of approaching life. And I call these the three M's. It's the three M framework. And this is all about living the real. This idea that as I practice these three M's, I'll tell you them in just a moment, that things began to shift. And I noticed even today. Today, I don't practice them perfectly. Sometimes I practice them terribly. Like I, I just neglect them altogether. And when I do, I suffer. My spouse suffers. My kids suffer. My work suffers. My time to relax suffers. And when I incorporate them and take them seriously, I begin to move to surviving <laughs> and then maybe thriving and doing well. It ebbs and flows. But I know the ideal. There's something here. And I want to share it with someone. And I know this is the best possible means. So what are these three M's that I've come up with over the years? I believe that the framework of life is all about the idea of cultivating a sense of margin, which is the first M. And this is that space that we intentionally create to be in tune to ourselves, to know the desires of our own heart and our mind, and actually be able to possess ourselves more fully so that we can actually give of ourselves. And we need to have more margin. How many of us go from one thing to the next without any space to re recollect ourselves. And we're just busy and frantic. And by the end of the day, we just feel exhausted. And we didn't feel like we accomplished anything because we never even had the time to think for a moment. Is this the right thing to do? It's on my checklist. It's in my calendar. So I do it. 
So margin, and there's a lot more there that I want to unpack because I believe that in the context of margin, there's two types of margin that it's like a sub part of it. There's that uh, a fancy word be like ontological margin. I don't know what else to call it. It's a fancy word, but this is just the nature of who you are as a person and knowing yourself, your identity. And so I had this thing called the ordered life and a whole paradigm in that to unfold over time. I'm not going to share this with you all now, but over time, I want to share this with you. And then also the prag practical margin. That's it. all that stuff in your life, your energy, your finances, uh, your time that we end up not putting margin in and it suffers. How many of you have created a budget and have no margin in it and how stressful it is, right? There's that, the nature part of the margin about knowing who you are, but there's a the practical side we need to cultivate as well to develop margin in these big areas of our life. So we have a large amount of extra energy to reallocate and not always being on empty every single day that we have enough buffer in our finances to, in, to incur maybe a pandemic or something like that, as well as time to having moments of transition and space to recollect ourselves. It's the most foundation of the three M's that if you don't have this, nothing else really works. The second one is momentum. And this is the idea that we got to get out of the rat race and start achieving things that we really want to achieve and not allowing the urgent things to always take that space. And New Year's resolutions don't do it. Goals don't really do it. We need something different that's simple and effective. So I have a whole paradigm under momentum that creates a step-by-step -step plan to do something great, going from the most abstract concept that might or may not be in your mind to the most individual next action and accountability built in so that you can do something great, even when you're incredibly busy. So that's momentum. And then finally, maintenance. Maintenance is that, hey, we all have things that are urgent that need to be done, the grocery shopping, the laundry. How do we deal with this in an effective way that does not take over the things we really want to achieve? And if you don't know what you want to achieve, that simply means you need more margin in your life to know that which you want to achieve. Because you got to stop running the rat race and become a slave to someone else so you can actually know what you really, really want to pursue. Margin, momentum, maintenance. So what is the outcome of this podcast I desire? I desire for us to reconsider these four major areas every single week. This will be a bi-weekly podcast for now until I get more time to make it weekly. Reconsidering and realigning those four major areas of life toward a more fulfilling, intentional, and simply more real life. To achieve greater awareness of that bad waste in our life when we're responding disproportionately. We just waste energy and even finances and our time and reallocating good waste. I'll talk all about more of this in the coming episodes to meaningful things like relationships and big ideas that you want to cultivate and turn something into true value for the world and the community around you. How am I going to do this? Principally through conversations. I'm going to bring on people from all around the world who have done great things in small ways, who've gone through hard times and have come out profoundly different and for the better and witnessing their stories because stories is the most important way to convey the truth about something. So I will have many conversations with authors and professionals and then have a reflection after each one of how I incorporate their story, their, their profound transformation into this 3M framework to help you see the power of it and how it can transform your life. So 
prepare for conversations as well as oh, there'll be small episodes that just have me on it, maybe for 10 minutes, go deeper in a particular area to help bring light or shed light to living the most real life possible. I want to end with a couple things about the podcast cover. You've probably seen it. It's meaningful. There's the three points of the concave triangle, which refer to the three M's, margin, momentum, and maintenance. And margin is always the top. There's the concave, which kind of represents a sunrise or a sunset. That in order for us to move forward, we need to actually say goodbye to certain things in our life, the sunset, and be open to new things, the sunrise in our life. We have to. And thank it for what it's provided, but let it go. And then there's the circle around it. It just goes to show that this is a never-ending process. We're not, it's not a finite game. It's an infinite game, as Simon Sinek says. That we're constantly going over this and moving forward and iterating upon ourselves. That's why it's a sketch note, look, look to it, that circle, that we are always in draft form. We are not in final form. We're always in draft. Constantly changing, moving, editing, redacting. It's part of life. I'm going to provide that framework for you, that hope for you, and the actual tools and resources for you to do great things, be fulfilled. So I'm excited to launch this first episode, the year that that's episode number one, which I think is the perfect one to start with. I bring on my sister, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist from San Diego, to talk about this gap between experienced expectations and how this gap can cause us to be misaligned and respond disproportionate to life, which keeps us from actually looking at life in a more realistic way and seeing the gift and the opportunity that's before us. So check episode one out. It's an awesome one. Had a great conversation and enjoy this podcast. Thanks for listening to episode number zero and please stay tuned for episode one. Thank you for listening to this episode of Living the Real. If you want to check out more information, go to livingthereal.com and sign up for my newsletter. If you want to support this podcast, you can do that at patreon.com slash LTR, as well as one-time payments at Venmo and PayPal in the show notes. See you all next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Before you head off, I just have one small favor to ask of you. If there's anybody in your life that you can think of, two people that might really could use this Living the Real podcast, would you share it with them this week? I'd greatly appreciate it. Somebody in your life, like, man, they could just use a deeper perspective, right? Maybe a calling to a bigger purpose, or maybe they just need a better plan in their life. Share with them. Give them the hope that they need to be able to get out of whatever they need to get into, to be inspired to do something great. So if you can think of two people in your life right now who could use a little bit more of a realness in their week, please share it with them. Take care. Bye-bye.